Hi everyone, it's Joyce. I just wanted to say that I hope you're keeping safe, healthy, and hanging in there. Sending love your way and my thoughts are with you. You should be fearless. Like I think you shouldn't worry about what other people think about you and um, just be really brave and have, you know, I think that one of the most beautiful things I see in people is this is self-confidence and, you know, a, um, an, a willingness to just be themselves. And I think that I, that that really is a great way to express your beauty. It's not about makeup. It's not about what's happening with your skin. It's really about how you're feeling and the energy you're putting out into the world and how you're expressing yourself and also being kind. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there. Today's special guest is Brooke Harvey Taylor. She's the creator of the OG 100% vegan cruelty-free beauty brand called Pacifica over 23 years ago. Pacifica has everything you need from sun care, body, cosmetics, hair, and nail solutions. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Brooke. Thank you, thanks for having me. Oh my God, I'm really honored because I know you took your time out to get over here all the way from Santa Barbara. That's yeah. like such a big deal to me and I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, so I know um, Pacifica has been around for 23 years. That's amazing, since 1997. Yeah, 1997 or 1996, depends on who you ask. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what I, is the difference? I, Who's the person that we should well, uh, be asking? Well, I think asking? that we, we think about, did we, is it 1996 because we started, like I really started perfuming and creating the mm, brand like the end yes. of the year in 96 and then our first trade show was in 97 in oh, January. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, you know, it's a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but still, still the a OG. It's still, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's still the OG of the clean and vegan beauty. Thank you, yeah. yeah. So I, um, I mean, with like back in the day, I mean, it sounds like it's like 23 years, even like when we talk about like a decade, right? Because we just entered 2020. I mean, what was the beauty industry like? And what was it like creating a brand ahead of its time? So, you know, I actually I grew up in a little town in Montana and I worked at a health food store and my mom had my sister and I worked there as kids so we could get a discount. And mm -hmm. so I was exposed to natural beauty as a really mm -hmm. young adult. And my mom was really um, very careful about what we used on our skin mm -hmm. and with what we used around makeup. So fast forward to when I started the brand, I was really conscientious about what I was using and I was shopping in the natural product sh stores and thinking about, you know, natural ingredients and clean and, and using products that really suited my needs that way but it wasn't there wasn't much out there yeah. and so it was a time in the beauty industry where the big brands really owned it and the smaller like there weren't the name indie brand didn't exist there weren't mm. independent brands really and especially with perfumes there were like little things in head shops but like indie perfumes didn't exist so it was a it was a really interesting time and um and i also think that at that time, there wasn't social media. Mm -hmm. There, there wasn't like Facebook and Instagram and the things we know today that really thrive in the beauty industry or help the beauty industry thrive. And so, um, it was more like 
you learned about beauty products through big magazines or yeah. TV. And um, there were a few like little small blogs starting, but it was just such a different world. Yeah. I mean, how did you do the marketing back in the day? I mean, word of mouth, did you get any like big retailers and that kind of like set you off? Yeah. I mean, our first, you know, we talked a lot about the fact that we didn't market and that was like our thing. We were oh, like wow. grassroots and we just actually started really marketing mm. more um, in the last few years. And um, but we, our first retailer, big retailer was Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. And so that really helped solidify our positioning, both in credibility from a credibility position, but also um, it was just a national retailer. And so that was a great um, account for us and a, and a great way to start. Yeah. Did you have any business background? No, not. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was actually a sociology major, oh, wow. which I think helps because mm -hmm. I learn I I love data and I love understanding our consumer. And so sociology really teaches you to to think about what people are thinking, what they're looking for. Um so I would say served my needs as a as a person starting a beauty brand, but I definitely didn't have beauty experience. Yeah, at what point did you Think that you wanted to start the beauty brand and i know that the business was funded like through credit cards yeah and then you're and your husband's mom's like just you know helping you out along the way so yeah. what made you think that okay this is not a hobby anymore but it's a full-fledged business um well it was always started as a business mm -hmm. i had a background in aromatherapy i, mm -hmm. I studied aromatherapy as sort of a side just hobby yeah and i worked for an aromatherapist in um, eugene oregon as, a, as an apprentice and so i learned about aromatherapy but while she was doing her thing i was in the back room mixing perfumes and so i thought you know, and then i met my now husband my then boyfriend who was um he and i went and worked on the snowburn film together that he hired me to work on and we oh. kind of fell in love and then i was we were mm -hmm. back in portland together and then he's like I was in the, in looking in the um, like classifieds for a job, and he's like, "Why do you need a job? You should just do what you love and and start your maybe like a perfume line or start something oh, like nice. that." And so that was kind of the push I needed, and I um, blended the perfumes and actually put the perfumes into candles in our first uh, or very early on in my kitchen, and that was what we took to the gift show. And that January, we drove our Volkswagen van oh, to San cute. Francisco and and had our first trade show, and so. It was always a business. It always started yeah, as a uh, business, and it was always it was a passion though, and it was something that I loved doing. But I knew immediately it would be, you know, I mean, I'd hoped that it would be a business and become something. I had no idea that fast forward now it would be, you know, what it is today. But I'm really grateful. Yeah. What kept you going? Because obviously, like you said no business background, no experience in the beauty industry, but you're just like, yes, the passion. But I know along the way, it's not all like glitz and glamour. And there's <laughs> always just, you know, probably some days we're like, why am I even doing this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I just, I love it. I mm -hmm. love what I do. I feel really lucky. I love our customers. I, I actually I love social media. I love that mm. our customers write to us on yeah. Instagram and, and Facebook. I think that I'm also just really inspired by ingredients and natural ingredients and how they can be effective on your skin, how they can work together. So there's there's so many layers to what I get to do in my in my day, whether it's product development or the budget or thinking about, you know, marketing or anything like that and then it's it just always changes and it's always fun yeah how did you fund the first orders like the first demands that was when we had to borrow money <laughs> from my my mom and my husband's mom where our first 
investors mm-hmm. and they um, they both loaned us $15,000 each of them oh, individually wow. mm. which was a big deal mm-hmm. to us and then we maxed out the our credit cards for the rest yeah. and we just self-funded which oh, yeah. is um, something that I think was it was a great learning experience for us and we were able to over the course of the next few years pay our moms back but I love that our first investors were these two strong women which is oh, for me so it seems, it's, it's, a, it's a sweet thing that I hold on to yeah that's nice that they really like believed in you because right? sometimes like you know even the people that are close to you they're like oh I don't know yeah. like yeah. I, I don't see any any like success yet so yeah. I'm not gonna shell out anything yeah no it was, it was yeah. You know, without I mean, it was it was mm-hmm. a stretch for them, but it was it was really great. They were really truly believing. They truly believed in what we were doing. Yeah. So in 1996 or 1997, like you were already clean and vegan and cruelty free. So talk to me about the misconception about the clean and vegan t- industry. Well, I think um, I think that people don't always understand that cruelty free can use animal mm-hmm. ingredients and then vegan can doesn't always mean it's cruelty free. So those are two separate things. Cruelty free is that it's not tested on animals. The ingredients weren't tested okay. on animals and vegan is um, where there's no animal ingredients. For me, I feel like to be cruelty free, it should be vegan because it shouldn't have animals in it, but it, that's not how it's defined currently. Um, but it's uh, it's something that I think people are starting to learn. Yes, yeah, I love that. I know, I mean, I have your your beautiful eyeshadow palette here. And there's again, there's also, as a makeup artist, what I noticed that when I did, I actually tried on your eyeshadows at like Sprouts and I was like, the color payoff is beautiful and it's oh, just really very pigmented. And then how do you do that? I mean, meaning like there is again a misconception about like how clean and natural vegan cruelty-free makeup don't have good color payoff. Yeah, I mean, I I think kind of back in the day when we started, there were, um, especially with color, there were brands that that came out that were not really serving women's needs that were not thought they didn't really mm-hmm. think about the formulas quite honestly it was like i know of a couple brands that were started by a couple grocery guys that were like wow there's a space here oh. in the grocery market we could start some color brands and yeah. and they did and they were i feel like they gave this like clean beauty movement a little bad of bad um rap because they didn't pay attention to formulas and they weren't thinking about making sure they were serving the consumer um for instance when we started our first our very first mascara i actually got fired by a filler because on round 20 something they were like we can't do this formula we have to use beeswax we have to use these things and so it's not easy and it wasn't easy i think that fast forward to today there's so many there's such a uh, like appetite for it that people on the other side, meaning like um, suppliers who are making ingredients and creating things to replace ingredients, there's so much more available right now. Mm-hmm. So it's a really exciting time. But we had, we really did as a brand have to overcome this sort of mm-hmm. bad formulation, like bad um, feeling that people had that um, clean beauty couldn't work or that it wasn't as effective. And I feel like um, today, the younger generation, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, people who are into clean beauty right now don't even think about that. I think they just accept that it can work as well. And, yeah. um, and that it's, they're, they're not even remembering the old brands that were 
not so good. That's so true. I totally agree. Because I mean, yeah. I feel like now because of technology, it's in the sense it's somewhat expected. Yeah. 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 It's table stakes. You better perform as well as the non-clean mm -hmm. or you're not going to make it. Yeah. No, I love it. And I noticed that this is hemp infused eyeshadows. Uh -huh. Talk to me about this. That's exciting. So what are the benefits? Because there's a lot of, um, you know, CBD is booming now. And I've definitely heard it like, you know, application for skincare and some makeup, but this is like hemp infused eyeshadows. Yeah. That's very unique. You think, well, thank you. The other thing that's really cool before I forget, I want to mm -hmm. show you this um, cover comes out. Oh. So it makes this palette even um, more recyclable because you can pull this out, you can pop the pans out and then recycle this paper palette. Yes. So we don't use big chunky things of plastic, which is really meaningful to me. Uh -huh. um, but hemp infused, so we've always infused our eyeshadows with coconut oil because we've used that instead of dimethicone and we don't use talc. And talc is what gives it that silky feel. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not using that, you don't quite get that silkiness and that smooth application. So we've had to figure out how to replace those ingredients like yeah. dimethicone and talc with something that, that gives it another feel. Mm -hmm. And so we are now using hemp as well as um, coconut in, in our eyeshadows to give it that nice application, that slightly, you know, the creamy powdery feel that mm -hmm. you get. Um, plus hemp is also really balancing. It's a really great extract or uh, oil for balancing your skin. It's considered non-comedogenic. So people Ooh. who are sensitive to other oils tend to be able to use hemp oil or use hemp extract and not have sensitivities to it. I love it. Yeah. When I, I when I was like touching it with my finger, it did feel very silky. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's like, it's it's something that you would want to really like just apply and pack on because there's other eyeshadows I've noticed. It does feel very powdery and like ashy. Yeah. 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 Especially the ones that are just um, like using ingredients that aren't talc, but you get that more like a clay feel to them. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, it, there's a lot of um, like, you know, powders that would fall down on like your cheeks because of just like the ingredients, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of talc, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, you did, um, I really love how you can remove the the plastic. You can slide yeah. it off. And then speaking of that, uh, Pacifica is really involved in like, you know, sustainably source and ethical packaging. And you guys have such an amazing recycling program. I want to learn more about this. Okay, cool. Well, we, so when I started cosmetics, I went to a cosmetic, uh, component supplier and mm -hmm. I was like show me everything that's recyclable or everything that's like green what do you have and he literally brought out two things one was mm -hmm. a lipstick covered in paper and he's like well the consumer will think this is green because even though it's plastic it's covered in paper and then this other thing was like um oh it was a wooden pencil and I was like oh. this is all we have and so over the years I would say and and right now there's such a catch-up to it but the industry has been working and also we've been really pushing for so much um, for more recyclability or recycled PCR in, in packaging. And so there, the industry has come a long way, but we, while kind of waiting early on, started a recycling program where we will take back your um, any of your products. You will send you a self-addressed uh, free mailing label and you can put it on anything like a, you know, package that you already received mm -hmm. so you're recycling and then pop it in there close it up and send it to us and we take care of it and we work with a 
recycler who does who recycles number five plastics, which aren't curbside recyclable in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, and then they turn them into razors and toothbrushes. They're called Preserve Five, and you can buy oh, their wow. razors or toothbrushes at Whole Foods. Sorry, Whole Foods mm-hmm. or um, I think. I don't know if Sprouts carries them, but they're yeah. available at a lot of natural retailers in the U.S. I love that. Yeah, so um, so that's our recycling program, and and we then also uh-huh. our tubes are minimally fifty percent recycled PCR post consumer mm-hmm. recycled material, and then our bottles right now are between a hundred and eighty percent post consumer, and then we're doing like our caps when you um, this this whole piece is PCR. And so we're really working to yeah. create a system that top, is yeah. much more sustainable. No, yeah. And and there's also like um these are actually very important, like the numbers, right? There's like yeah, so number you know. two, number five. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. So is there like a information on that on the website about like yeah, what yeah, these represent? Can, yeah. Um well actually that's a great question mm-hmm. and a good thing for us to think yeah. about. Fortunately, we have my marketing yes. person here that can help me with that. But um, but right now we have uh, on our recycling mm-hmm. uh, page, you can drop down and choose your product. Oh yeah, and then you know we you know we're sending back to us or we know what's coming back to us. But as far as the number fives and the number you know this the numbers that are mm-hmm. printed here it gives you the opportunity to know like is this curbside is this something i can actually handle on my own or do i need to send it back to pacifica and a quick google will show you yeah. in your local area because everybody's different like la has a different recycling program than hawaii or or another state like oregon would have a different recycling program generally than la um and even cities are different mm-hmm. so it's good to know your local opportunities for recycling because sometimes you there's there's nothing and if you're in a city that has nothing then send the whole thing back to us but if you have an opportunity to recycle a curbside and know that you know oh my city takes number one then you can do that yeah that's amazing yeah no it's still good to have it like printed out there and know so like yeah, what you said we yeah. can totally google it because you know, it's all the information's there and it is localized so i think it's you know we i think it's really important for the consumer to know that they have to understand their mm-hmm. local recycling program yeah, no, I totally agree. And then is there like, because um, you have such a great range of products, like from skincare to body to perfumes, even like color cosmetics. Yeah. Um, when you started off as like with a, you know, perfume, at what point did you realize I'm like, I just want to expand? And was it and also without, you know, the background maybe of too much knowing retailers or even packaging um, and resources? How did you have that courage to even just get into it and at the same time, like, okay, I'm just going to go all the way? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, call it courage. Call it, like, naivety. Mm-hmm. Like, I was yeah. just – what I've done is seen, like, a white space. Like, mm. for instance, our consumers will be – like, hey, way, way, really early on, like, we we would love this perfume. Do you have it in a lotion? Do you have it in a body mm. butter? So we started expanding our body line. And I was always into natural skincare. And so that was really, that was an easy one for us. And we brought out, we focused on more aromatherapy, bringing out skincare when we first launched our skincare line. And we go into categories where our consumer either has asked for it or we know will follow us and but I but we wouldn't really launch in categories that didn't feel on brand for us yeah no and where did the name Pacifica come from um well I'm a surfer and my my husband's also a surfer and one day we were driving to the beach in Oregon where we used to live and 
there was a uh, Astrid and Zhao Gilberto song oh, yeah. on the that we were listening to, and there's a line in there that says Pacifica, and we were headed to the Pacific, and we're surfers, and we just seem like so this sweet. moment where like, oh, that's such a cool, that's such a cool word, and it's also an anagram if you drop the P, so it's forwards and backwards oh, yeah. spelled the same and so it just seems symbolic as it's well. a cool brand it's very eye-catching like i said when i go to sprouts i'm like so drawn to it i'm like i gotta Aww, try this brand thank you. <laughs> thank you i love that yeah so i know like everything i love what i love about it is that it's all about natural beauty and then just you know kind of enhancing what you already have and mm -hmm. that's really like i resonate with that and that's the philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you what advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within Hmm. Um, I would say that you should be fearless. Like, I think you shouldn't worry about what other people think about you and um, just be really brave and have, you know, I think the one of the most beautiful things I see in people is this is self-confidence and, you know, a, um, an, a willingness to just be themselves. And I think that I, that that really is a great way to express your beauty. It's not about makeup. It's not about what's happening with your skin. It's really about how you're feeling and the energy you're putting out into the world and how you're expressing yourself and also being kind. And, you know, mm. those are things that I think are really beautiful and that if people embodied that, then they also seem really beautiful. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree. Yeah. You clearly are a boss babe and you do it all <laughs> like, you know, running this company, creating like very in demand products. What is your secret and what is your advice for those that want to emulate that? Um, my advice, How can you do it all? <laughs> well, my advice would be start a brand, like start a brand that you really love. Like if you want to start a brand, mm -hmm. start a brand that you really love and that you're really passionate about, something that you truly believe in and that you know will get you out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. And don't worry about getting an investor. Like I, I, whenever I speak at, at conferences, often I'll get a line of people who are like, how do I sell my brand? How do I get an investor? And the reality for me, I feel like you should just focus on being a brand and mm. attracting your consumer and being something that people really want to love and then everything else will follow that. So I would say be something that you really believe in mm -hmm. and create something you really believe in and then the rest will fall into place for you. Yeah, like if it's very authentic, I think people, mm -hmm. it will just catch on and people will take notice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you like to do when you're, you know, just relaxing and on your downtime because I know you're very busy. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I like surfing. I love to you surf. Still surf. Yeah, I, I, do. Love, I still yeah. surf. And I have three kids. Mm -hmm. I have a 20 year old boy and a 17 year old girl and a 10 year old girl. Oh. And so I spend a lot of time with my kids. And, um, and then I read a lot of listen to podcasts mm -hmm. about beauty. And I read yeah. a lot of things about the beauty industry. Um, and, and also, for me, the other thing that I love to do is because I live in California where it's mm -hmm. very nature focused, I love going to cities. I love going to New York. I love traveling and being around like that, like frenetic energy. I love coming to LA. Like this is yeah. such a great city. Um, so I'm inspired by cultures and cities and that kind of energy as well. I love it. Talk to me about your hair, makeup, and skincare routine morning tonight. <laughs> Quickly include products. Okay. Um, my hair. I don't wash my hair very often. Mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't say that since I have a hairline, <laughs> but I love product and yeah. I, I use a lot of conditioners. So I condition my hair 
every other day or mm-hmm. I'll often I'll do like a conditioning while I work out. Um, and before I surf, I make sure that I put coconut oil in my mm-hmm. hair and, and so that it doesn't get damaged from the salt water. But when I wake up, I always wash my face. It's kind of the basics, but I also really believe in situational skincare, meaning that I think our skin changes based on what we're going through, whether mm-hmm. it's a lot of stress or the weather or um, if we're not getting enough sleep. And so I always focus on products that I can cocktail a little bit to my certain needs. And that's one thing that we do at Pacifica is really give the opportunity to sort of cocktail your products. And um, But my favorite, my go-to every morning is Dreamy Youth, our face Ooh, cream. Yeah. And, um, and then I think the other thing, my favorite face wash right now is our Coconut Milk to Foam. It's a really soft, Ooh, creamy face wash. Yeah. But um, And then I also really believe in food and mm. beauty from within and eating the right taking the right supplements and eating the right food and getting enough water and getting enough exercise. Those are really important things for your, for my beauty routine that I, that I do. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Um, wow. That's a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> I know when people ask me that, I'm like, I don't know. I like Mexican. I like Italian. I, I like, like Japanese. I like everything. I'm not picky. Yeah, yeah. I like, <laughs> I like all food. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love like a good vegetarian curry oh, would yeah. be probably up there on that my so top good. list, my list of top 10. Yeah. And you enjoy cooking as well? No. Oh, no. I, I hate cooking. And oh, I'm my gosh. I, <laughs> I just learned recently and I got addicted. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. But then, I mean, it's just so much work. I'm also like, no, oh, I'll just yeah. eat. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my husband is a really good cook. So that's yeah. nice. Well, that's but fine. Yeah, yeah. Then you yeah. can just eat. He's got food. it. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. What is something exciting in store for you and or Pacifica? We are launching some new skincare, which I think is really Ooh. exciting this fall. Um, I'm not going to say what it is yeah. because it's it's a secret so far. But we have so we have some really exciting new launches coming. Um, and then I think just making sure that we're growing sustainably and thinking about what's going on in the environment, that we're really paying attention to our packaging, and that we're really pushing the industry and and continuing to be a leader in this clean beauty movement and making sure that um, we're we're always at the forefront of what we do. So those yeah. are those are things we're really focused on. Would you know how many SKUs you have? It's like, oh, it's I'm almost embarrassed thing. to tell you. I think we have like hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, it's such yeah. an amazing if you massive. you count all of our, you know, yeah. our foundation colors and things like That's that. That's crazy. It's, it's just really like, um, what I love about it is like when you just mm-hmm. go to Pacifica, like the website, like I don't need to leave anymore. Like, yeah. oh, I can just get I know, everything We can here. give you everything. Yeah. Everything you need right there. And then you don't have to think twice because you're saying, okay, I'm getting like clean and green and vegan cruelty-free products. So yeah. you don't yeah. have to just, you don't have to do the extra research to make sure if this product's good or not or safe. Well, thank you. I really yeah. appreciate that. And we do a ton of research mm-hmm. for you. So we really pay attention to what's going on and what's what's in the products. We comb through our ingredients really carefully. And we think about you know our huge no list, which is enormous. And mm. we are really, really mindful about how we're not only eliminating ingredients from our ingredient deck, but also what we're putting in there that will really serve our customer's skin mm-hmm. and or, you know, makeup or whatever the case may be. So we're really thoughtful about that. So thanks for noticing. Yeah, I appreciate no, it. I love it. So what are your social channels and where can they find you and learn more about Pacifica? Um, we're on Instagram at, at Pacifica Beauty and then Facebook, same, Pacifica Beauty. Um, and then we're www.pacificabeauty.com. 
Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, guys, make sure to check out her pages and her business. I really love I'm such a fan of her products. And oh, thank you. yeah. So, sweet. so if you have any suggestions on who you want me to interview next, feel free to reach me at team at hellobeauty.la or DM me on my personal Joyce Platon MUA or hellobeauty.la. So if you, if you have any suggestions, feel free to reach out and see you soon and talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.